0: The following episode contains explicit language and scenes of intense violence. Previously on Masks and Mayhem. And then suddenly Lydia has like a look of realization and kind of stops talking. What is it? And she thinks for a moment, she says, my God, I think I've put it all together. You said biogenic transponder, hard light. And you said the transponder could be used to turn things from one thing to another, correct?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: They're not being used in conjunction with each other. They're going to be used. And suddenly everything goes silent for a moment. And you hear the crack of a gunshot. And Lydia looks out with her mouth agape and looks down to a bloodied chest and grabs at it. And she starts to fall over. And you realize in that moment that behind her with a smoking gun in hand and an anguished look on his face is Sloane.
2: What? What?
0: And before any of you can even react... You hear a crack of glass from the skylight above and a ting of metal as a flashbang grenade hits the ground and goes off, turning Lydia and everything else a bright blinding light. have pulled up a chair on several before and you are just (laughs) fucking
2: starting with laser hawk god damn it
3: I knew it was coming and I still
0: think you're a motherfucker for it laser hawk you are chilling down at several before making stern eye contact I imagine with crystal tiger when suddenly in the very far distance you hear the distinct sound of a gun firing and moments later sound of a flashbang grenade. Uh, I picked the wrong room.
3: So hey, Crystal Tiger, it's been real, but, and I just fucking
0: bolt. So, as you go to bolt, I need you to make a will save. Oh boy.
3: Starting off strong with that mat 20, boy! Uh, 27 altogether.
0: You retain control of your mind, but you feel your body come to a complete stop. Um, You're going to get a hero point for that. Yay. And you are just frozen mid-run, and suddenly you begin to turn around, and you see, with a cracked smile, Adrian Hughes looking at you. That little bitch. I mean, continue. (laughs) Hughes... She still has her power dampening cuffs on and she lifts them up and just puts out one hand and shakes a finger at you. No no no. I don't think you want to leave the party quite yet. Uh,
1: fuck. Don't her powers come from the, the slam packs? Or did she already have powers? Crystal Tiger? No, Adrian. Oh. Uh.
2: I assume she did like things on her to herself, right? Like or she had surgeries or something.
0: Those are also interesting questions. Instead, we're going to find out what Ruby and Yardak are up to.
2: (laughs) Uh, running over to Lydia I mean, I don't give a shit what you want to do. I'm going to save Lydia.
0: Make a fortitude check. Both of us? Yes.
1: Oh, that was an eight.
3: Uh... When suddenly our gang found ourselves in a real
1: motherfucker of a situation. Fourteen altogether.
2: Twenty-three.
1: God damn it! I heard you do it, and then I did it. It's like when you hear somebody use a British accent in person. Ruby,
0: the effects of the flashbang—you're able to shake them off, but Yardak, meanwhile, you're you're you've regained your sense of hearing, but your sense of sight is still kind of blocked out, very very fuzzy. Oh, no tinks. All right, and Ruby, what are you doing?
2: I'm running to Lydia and trying to—I guess—hold the wound or something, put pressure. And yelling Yardak.
0: Well, Yardak can
3: hear you, but yeah.
2: Yardak, help!
3: Are we about to see the world's most dramatic game of Marco Polo?
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ, Sloane, what the fuck? As you do that, you like put the put on the wound, call out to Yardak, and say, Sloane, what the fuck? He's shaking a little bit, but he then steadies himself and keeps pointing the gun at you. Don't don't move another inch. Don't do it, Ruby.
2: What the hell is wrong with you?
0: Well, that's also a great question. You're asking a lot of great questions today. (laughs) But seconds later, you see Midnight Hydra and Vapor Kappa descend on rappel lines from the ceiling. Union agents are like running around, like starting to take cover and things like that. Betsy is still clearly like under the effects of the flashbang. And so is Frank. Ramos is like just getting uh, a hold on himself.
2: I just, uh, so I was just gonna yell, somebody help me.
0: So basically, right now, in terms of people who are who people in this room with you right now who are like all together, uh, it is you and Ramos, Ruby. Ramos actually like kicks the conference table over and like uses it to take cover. Okay, about time we actually see him do something.
2: Yeah. Am I am I behind any kind of cover with Lydia
0: or no? Uh, no, you're pretty much right in the doorway with Lydia.
2: Uh, is there anything I could do to make cover for Lydia and I?
3: Make a box. Make a box to protect from the glocks.
2: Ruby, yeah, Ruby makes, like, a, not, it doesn't have a top, but, like, a three-sided, like, box around her and Lydia to, to like, try and take, take cover.
0: I imagine it looking kind of like, like, those barriers on the side of road construction. Yeah. As you're making that and it phases into existence, uh, Lydia, like, grabs your hand that's on her wound. Skyscraper. Skyscraper.
3: What?
2: What?
0: Rosebun, the fuck? (laughs) You don't feel any change to her heartbeat, but she definitely, like, goes into shock a little bit, like, she's not conscious now.
2: Do I know any kind of medical information besides...
0: It's, It's treatment under skills.
2: Nope, I do not.
0: And it cannot be done untrained, unfortunately. All right, so you hear Vapor Kappa. Damn it, I have one in treatment.
2: God damn it. I mean, I think she knows enough to, like, keep pressure on a wound. Oh, hey, can I make fabric?
0: Yeah, you can make fabric.
2: I'm gonna make, like, a roll of fabric to try and put into the wound.
0: Yardak, roll a perception check. Okay. You're gonna get a penalty, but... Oh, you're gonna penalize my one? It's because you can't see. Oh, you have a one plus what, though?
1: Uh Oh, for perception, uh... uh eight, so Nine.
0: You, again, you can tell that she's calling out and you have like a vague sense that it's uh, like over to the side of you. But like, again, there's a lot going on right now.
2: Good luck with that barrier. I didn't think about that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're also like now you're starting to hear like some gunfire, too, which I imagine now Ruby won't be able to see because of I imagine the barrier
1: is like taller than you.
2: Yes. I mean, I think I could hear it and I know there's gunfire. That's why I made a barrier.
1: Well, you said that like it was just my sight that was affected, right? Yeah, you can hear. That's why I was like, you know, you're trying to figure out where to go based on sound. Without knowing where to go, try to, like, just move forward? Is there, like, a role for that, where I don't know where I'm going?
0: Uh, I mean, I guess if we just go based on your perception role, we'll say that you're, like, crawling in the general direction. Okay. I'm trying to remember if you were sitting in a conference chair when this all started.
2: Um... I feel like we were standing, talking to Lydia.
0: were we? I was
1: like, I don't think we were in chairs.
0: Okay, so yeah, so you were standing then at the time, so like you can kind of like wander in the right direction, but you also again you hear gunfire going on, but you can't see it. Gonna, gonna
1: do the whole like crouchy.
0: And you also did definitely, you definitely heard Ramos like kick the table over.
1: gonna so, yeah, gonna crouch with like my hands out in front of me and try to go as far and fast as I can. Okay, that way I don't like run face first into a wall.
0: Yeah, so Ruby, you see Ardak kind of making his way towards you. You see Ramos kind of return fire. What do you do?
2: What's Sloane doing now? Can I see him?
0: You can't see him, I imagine, unless you stand up.
2: I'm trying to say in character, and I feel like in character, Ruby would not leave Lydia, Like, would not like move her hand away from Lydia.
0: Okay, so so you're going to continue trying to like stay on the wound.
2: May- oh, okay. While I'm doing that, I make a I Can I make a sword like next to me? Sure. While I'm still like holding, so I'm- I make a sword next to me to defend myself.
1: Okay. I like how out of all weapons, though, you've just decided sword is your thing.
2: I mean, it doesn't have mechanical parts.
1: And
0: Frank is still disoriented, but you see Betsy kind of like shake herself good. And she sees you, Yardak, like how you're disoriented. And she grabs you by the shoulder and like pulls you closer to like where everything's going on with Lydia and Ruby. You also see her, Ruby, you see her stand up and return fire as well. Yardak, make another fortitude save.
1: Fifteen.
0: Yeah, I think between Betsy, like, grabbing you and moving you and everything else going on, like, you're kind of starting to come back to your senses. Bless. You can see Lydia. I imagine, like, you're still standing.
1: Yeah, well, I was, like, doing, like, uh, like, a kind of crouched run to try to not be shot. So since you're still kind of up
0: then, above where Ruby is, you can see that Midnight Hydra is basically, like, creating, like, a barrier of Neon around himself and Vapor Kappa, and you see Vapor Kappa start to head out of the battle, like, out of your view.
1: Oh, towards sub-level four? You can't see.
0: You can only see that he's heading outside of your view. Wow, uh-huh. Rachel, what does Ruby do now?
2: How close are, like, Betsy and Yardak now? Because you said Betsy pulled Yardak closer.
0: They're immediately behind you now. She moved him up to you guys.
2: Betsy, Yardak. I'm not really a medic of any kind. I really, I really could use some help here. That I, But I also, like, I make, like, a shield shield. Put that, like, above my head to, like, you know, in case someone's cut, because people were repelling from the ceiling before.
0: Basically, when you say that and you start standing up, Betsy, like, doesn't really take her eyes off of Midnight Hydra, but she kind of just glances down a little bit and says, do your thing, Atlantis. Oh, okay,
1: Betsy got nicknames now. I'm able to get to her then? Yeah, yeah, you're literally right next to her. Okay, well then, yeah, I'm going to use, obviously, this turn to heal Lydia. Okay, uh, roll a healing check. Hell yeah. 28 altogether.
0: Oh boy. She's definitely still unconscious. You can see, like, the wound itself pretty much healed. The bullet came out. The wound itself is, like, healing over, but she is still in shock.
1: I guess she got shot.
0: It is that moment I want you two to roll perception checks.
2: 16. 18.
0: This is happening loud enough for you both to notice it. In the same hole that the other two rappelled down from, you see a group of other people coming down on on lines. No, thank you. And you do distinctly recognize that these are the uniforms of the industrialists.
2: Wait, like the people we fought with? uh...
0: What did we do with Burt? Burt McIntyre, a.k.a. Apocalypse Man, is also in sub-level four.
2: Uh... Oh. Oh, fuck me. Okay, I have an idea. Could I use a hero point to react to make a thing to cover the hole before they get in?
0: How do I put this? Oh. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> in particular,
0: because this is just like literally a skylight of, of glass panes.
2: I could make like a giant rock over the glass panes.
0: Do you see this in the entire outer portion of the building? That is all glass panes. Okay. So, you know, actually, yeah, if you wanted to use that to cover the glass panes and protect yourself for a turn, yes.
2: I was trying to stop anyone else from coming in. If I can't do that, I don't don't want to use my hero point.
0: I was going to say, you could close up this portal, but, like, nothing stops them from, like, just body weight dropping through another one. Yeah. This is the perfect time to jump down and check on Laserhawk. Laserhawk's doing swell. Laserhawk, you are frozen in place, staring down Adrian Hughes, who just said you don't want to leave the party. What do you say?
3: Or do. Hughes the fuck. Surprise laserhawk, I take it. Surprised, annoyed, they kind of blend together when you can't fucking
0: move. Oh. I suppose you probably want to go check on your friends.
3: Yeah, you know you're good at reading people, you know that. Mm-hmm. She
0: flicks her hand and you feel her grip on you stop.
3: I appreciate that. Kinda of feel like we need to finish things up here, though. The fuck. <laughs>
0: The fuck indeed. In her power cuffs, she closes both hands into fists. You see the cuffs pop off.
1: Yeah, that's not good.
0: But only long enough before the power goes out.
1: Oh, okay.
0: What do you mean the power goes out? Everything goes dark for you for a moment, until the red emergency lights come on.
1: Okay,
3: uh, how about that structural integrity from the force field holding the cells
0: open? How did that hold up during that? The force field is still active. Okay, yeah, all right. That was spooky. Uh, do you do anything? Say anything? The fuck was that about? The the fuck is going on, Hughes? I've been in here for a while, Laserhawk. We never actually had the opportunity to meet.
3: Yeah, honestly, I have no fucking clue who you are. I just sort of read your name tag.
0: (laughs) No, that's actually good. We never really established too much about these tags. I do imagine there's like a giant nameplate above each cell. Yeah. Well, allow me to introduce myself. My name is Adrian Hughes, and that's really all you need to know for today.
3: All right, well, let me introduce myself. I'm the ghost of Christmas past. Get back in the cell or I'll kick your ass.
0: I mean, she hasn't left the cell yet, but okay. (laughs)
3: Oh, oh, I thought she left the cell, but she's got the
0: handcuffs off. Uh, Right. She has the handcuffs off. She's kind of like rubbing her wrists a bit. Uh, And in case like since you've never really met her. So she's tall, like a little over six foot dark hair and, like, a bob haircut. Think Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction.
3: Okay, Uh, can I slightly rephrase my little limerick there? Sure. All right, well, let me introduce myself. I'm the
0: ghost of Christmas past. Now stay in that cell or I'll kick your ass. I'm afraid that's not going to work for today's activities.
3: Oh, I don't know, bud. I've got plenty of time to squeeze in an ass-whooping before brunch.
0: Hmm, perhaps. But you may wish to check on your friends. They may be in need of your assistance. And make an agility check.
3: Okay. 17
0: plus 18. I've got one agility. Moments before it would have made contact, you realize uh, you felt like a change in the air pressure. Okay. And you're able to dodge out of the way as Vapor Kappa tried to make a slice at you.
3: Oh, my day just keeps getting better. Hey, Tatsu, how can I help you? You can stay out of my way, Laserhawk. But you know that's not gonna happen, so let's just fucking do this, and I spark up my fists.
0: Alright, make another dodge check.
3: That's gonna be... 14, because I rolled an 8.
0: When you spark up your fist, he immediately grabs his other sword from his back holster? and throws it past you, and it just, like, barely grazes your arm, like, enough for it to, like, sting a little bit, but not hurt, and it goes back behind you and embeds in the wall. I'm not gonna let you get that. Try and stop me, and as he's saying it, he's, like, turning into vapor, and he's kind of doing, like, kind of like noob say He's kind of just, like, vaporing, solid, vapor, solid, like, moving towards you. I swear you. to God, I
3: will fucking inhale you. Oh, God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's so fucking weird. I...
3: Yeah, so what are you doing? Well, I've got my fists all sparked up nice and neat to punch him. Now's a really good time to fake him out with a solar shotgun.
0: Okay, oh, so you're actually gonna, like, try to, like, deceive him? Um, yeah,
3: make it look like I'm gonna, like, start to swing, like, with this arm, and I'm like,
0: ah! Let's actually roll a deception, then.
3: Alright, I'm gonna need to all high on this. I rolled an unnatural 20.
0: Alright, well you definitely faked him out. Hey <laughs> get solar shotgun scrub. Well so so that was to your deception. He's still moving towards you. Roll again for the uh for the solar shotgun itself. Yeah, that's a twenty seven. Twenty seven, okay. Uh what is the DC on that?
3: Wait, right, I'm sorry, twenty-eight, uh seventeen or plus eleven, and the DC's is twenty four.
0: Yeah, he takes the solar shotgun right to the chest as he turns solid again and goes, like, blasting back a couple feet onto his ass.
3: That's Atsumaru. Daddy
0: said no. And he kind of, like, is on the ground and he cracks his neck a bit, wipes away some singe. You gotta keep your eye on the ball, buddy. Just so you know, the way that sub 4 is designed, it's an octagon. Oh, fuck yeah, it's an octagon. Let's throw down. Uh, it's eight-sided, and there's also an eight-sided elevator shaft in the center.
2: I have a question about sub-level 4 that, you know, may be useful to know in the future. Is Ulrich still down there? Yes. Okay. It's helpful that one of them is on our side. I'm just saying.
3: So exactly one person that I'd be okay with getting out, and even then, I don't know for how long.
2: You know, if he went murderous, probably not, not to us, though, so, like, we're good.
0: So we're jumping back up to Ruby and Yardak. Mm-hmm. Yardak just did the healing. Ruby is still kind of crouched with her shield. Mm -hmm. Ramos and and Betsy are returning fire. Uh, Betsy actually retreats and goes behind the cover with Ramos. Where is their cover? Remember, it's the conference table that they kicked over.
1: Yeah, that's it.
0: The conference room has like the whole wall and door frame is all glass.
1: And I'm assuming that's shattered at this point because they've been shooting. Right,
0: right. Yeah, there's glass just everywhere now. Also remember that the industrialists are rappelling down as well.
2: When I stood up, I have, like, the shield in my, like, left, and- Can I- When I made a shield, I'm gonna say I made one with, like, an arm strap thing. Yeah, it's an arm strap, so it's, like, on my left arm, and then I'm holding the sword in my right arm.
0: Okay, okay. What are you guys doing?
2: Uh, where the fuck is (laughs) Sloane?
0: Behind the barrier with Midnight Hydra now. Which is, like, pretty translucent, so you can see, like, them.
1: Gotcha. But are there bullets piercing the, uh-
0: Uh, they don't seem to be really having any impact. Okay. You hear Midnight Hydra yell, get the others.
2: So they're behind glass, right?
0: Uh, no, they're behind the neon barrier.
2: Well, then my idea that I had didn't- I don't think works for that. I was gonna make a brick and throw it through the glass.
1: Oh, well, no, the the glass in the room that we're in is gone, because they were shooting through it. Okay, so what I want to do is I want to, um, pop up out from behind the barrier that Ruby created and surround myself with my own force field- And I want to slam myself as hard as I can into Midnight Hydra's Barrier.
0: I'm not sure exactly what we're going to do. I'm going to have us do this as uh, opposing strength checks. Okay. So roll a strength check. Or I guess we can do it as opposing power checks. So you can do it as
1: your water if you want. Even better. It's a higher modifier. That's 26.
0: So yeah, you slam into it, but you're both kind of. Basically, Midnight Hydra is just, like, eyeing you down and, like, putting all his all into it, and you're both staying, like, rather steady, like, no one's making any ground.
1: The immovable object meets the unstoppable force.
2: So Yardak's trying to break the barrier. I would like to try and see if maybe I can distract him while he's, like, focusing on Yardak.
3: I'm just saying, if there was ever a time to like pull some fucking Looney Tune shenanigans and make an anvil appear above someone's head, now
0: might be the time.
2: Wait, does his does his barrier not go above his head? I don't know.
3: It's an anvil. It's
0: worth trying. Well, I mean, your ability to create is not technically, I think, stopped by barriers. It's by it's perception based. Like it's where you can see.
2: Okay, fuck it. I I was I wasn't thinking that way. Well, let's go, homie.
3: I'm really hoping that anvils replaces swords.
2: Fuck it, I'll try an anvil, I'll do it. I try make an anvil of right above Midnight Hydra.
0: What is your create rank again?
2: My create rank is... Four.
0: Yeah, so he does not dodge out of the way. <laughs> and just gets slammed to the ground by this anvil that just appeared out of the air. <laughs> Get fucked. When you do that, he loses concentration, his barrier goes down, and he gets slammed by Yardak's barrier.
2: Hey, look out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Also, since his barrier went down, Sloane and him both got pushed back.
2: I'm fine with that.
0: As you do that, back at the staircases, you see Kevin Lewis and Rickard making their way up the stairs with their guns drawn.
1: Yardak, do you do anything? With them pushed back, I want to do a... Quick multi-attack on the four industrialists that are there.
0: Roll, so you're going to roll four, each with a negative four. Okay. 12,
1: 20, 13, 18.
0: Okay, so yeah, I just have to roll, I'm just going to roll one for all of them. Two of the guys get cut down, but the other two that are still up grab their buddies. Another set of glass panes break, and four more industrialists drop down. Fucking fuck!
2: <laughs> Are they anywhere near me?
0: No, 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 like, they're all at the very back near the elevator. When these other industrialists drop down, Midnight Hydra, who is near Sloan, just kind of grabs him and shoves him violently back towards them and says, Get it done! And you see him kind of pull out his pass and, like, click the elevator.
2: Do I see this happen?
0: Yeah, I imagine you see this happening, but we're gonna check on Laserhawk now. And you're hearing more commotion upstairs.
3: How do these cells work? Like, is there a control panel on the wall?
0: Yeah, on the wall of the elevator, there is a control panel. But roll a perception check. Yeah, I
3: was about to say, I'm probably going to want to see if I can, like,
0: even see that right now. Oh, fuck yeah, unnatural 20. Okay, yeah, so there's two things that you're taking note of. One is that the panel is pretty much directly to your left and you can see, like, the different buttons for the different cells. Uh, however, you hear and see electrical sparks behind you. Uh, well, I guess I'm gonna
3: give that a quick glance to see what the fuck it is.
0: Yeah, you see where his sword was embedded in the wall, it's just sparking, and there's just, like, arcs of electricity coming off of it. Great, what was that hooked up to? Well, all of the energy cells go down. Great! Are you releasing Sabrina right now? Uh, well, I said all of them. So, technically.
2: (laughs) That's only what we're terrified of. The
3: good news is I don't have to waste an action letting Ulric out. The bad
0: news is... Adrian has friends now. So what are you doing? Um. Talking is a free action. Hey, Ulrich? And Ulrich had been kind of like watching this from across the way, like seeing all this go down. And he is like already like growling at the bit. Okay,
3: good. That's what I wanted
0: to hear. He doesn't on all fours like leap and kind of transforms while leaping. Hell yeah. Yeah.
2: That
0: a boy. And is kind of like back to back with you now.
3: Bud, we make it through this. I'm taking you out to TGI Fridays or something classy. Let's fuck him up.
0: Want to go to Outback Steakhouse? Get blooming onion. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the plot. Yeah, so you're back to back. The energy fields are down. And Vapor Kappa is kind of just standing, standing back up and brushing himself off. I'm going to swing at him. You're swinging at Vapor Kappa?
3: Actually, you know what? It, it'll be quicker if I uh-huh. hit him with a solar shotgun. So you're going to try to do another Pip pew? Stay the fuck down, I said. Thank God that almost rolled off the table. Um, That is going to be a 29, 18 plus 11. DC? Uh,
0: 24. Ooh, yeah, so he gets like just smashed back against the wall and kind of goes down in a in a heap, uh, and he is fully solidified now. You
3: want me to do it a third time? I'll do it a third time. I will turn this car around, Mister.
0: make a will save.
3: Oh, that's less good. Oh that's much less good. twelve seven plus five. you know what? Can I spend the hero point to reroll that? if you didn't even hear what he said, <laughs> okay, okay, I'll hear you out.
0: Yeah, you feel yourself freeze up again as Adrian kind of just like casually strolls out of her cell. Now, now, boys, play nice. I think we'll be taking our leave now, Laserhawk. It has been truly a pleasure meeting you.
3: Oh, yeah, that sounds like a whole bunch of nope on a rope.
0: Okay, roll again. All
3: right, she got out.
0: <laughs> what was the total that time?
3: I rolled too higher. All right, great, I wasted a hero points on that. Sweet.
0: Adrian does like another flick of the wrist. And of the people you can see at the time, all of their power cuffs pop off.
2: Love that we captured Brigand just for this.
0: We
3: were nice to him. I want him to help us. Let me make one thing very clear. If you get out of here, you better get as far away from this city as humanly possible, because if I find you after this, I'm kicking your ass. He always says that. Who said that? Who the fuck said that? And
0: you see Bert stroll around the corner.
3: Oh, Bert, you already know I'll fucking kick your ass. I've turned it into a fucking sport kicking your ass. Five points if I can do it under 15
0: minutes. You hear a ding as the elevator doors open, and the industrialists come out, uh, and they're all carrying some crates. And they dump the crates on the ground, and you just see they're full of everyone's equipment. So, like, Bert starts putting on his helmet... And Wraith puts on kind of a, like a jumpsuit type thing. Brigands putting on like his his glove. Crystal Tiger finally turns back into Crystal. Ah, uh, see, now that's the thing I was least excited for. What about Serena? Oh, Serena, you say? Oh, come
3: on, dude. Am I not enough shit right now? This is what I'm worried about. Oh, yeah. So unleash it on me first. Thanks, buddy. You went to sub level four.
0: A set of long, flowing black and red robes trailing behind her. Serena also comes around, but she is actually still wearing her cuffs and has the mouth guard on her.
1: Good, good, good. We're gonna leave that there.
0: Adrian just goes, "Sorry about that," and she flicks her wrist, and the gloves pop off, and the mouth guard decouples and falls to the ground.
3: All right, who the fuck's animal actor over here?
0: Serena uh, basically like unclenches her jaw and goes, "Thanks. Been like that." for way too long. She kind of, like, flails her arms about, kind of getting some motion into them. Been sitting in there for ages.
1: Yeah, exactly how long have they had Serena?
0: You don't know.
3: Ulrich, do you know any of these fucking assholes?
0: I've heard tell about Serena. And he's also straining because he is also under Adrian's, like, hold. So how fucked are we, bud? This is not good. Groovy. And Adrian just looks around makes a very pointed eye contact with everyone and goes, so we're in agreement? And everyone just kind of nods and goes, yeah. Very well. Goodbye. And they all go to get into the elevator. And Serena, arms folded into her robes, kind of looks at the two of you, glances up and down and says, no, no, not this one. And she reaches forward with three fingers out, just kind of like waving them back and forth. And you hear Ulrich go, Oh, oh, oh. No. And you see his eyes glaze over. No, no, no. As he starts to walk towards Serena. Hey, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy, I'm going to need you to don't. And they get into the elevator. And when the elevator doors close, that's when you feel Adrian's... Ulrich. ...grip on you gl- end. Ulrich, no! The Bloomin' Onion! So yeah, when the elevator doors close, that is when you feel Adrian's grip on you end. And I walk up to the elevator and just, all right,
3: okay. That just happened. Press his button. Just wait for the
1: elevator to come back down. What a fucking loss. <laughs> I think I've earned
3: three minutes to go, what the fuck just happened? Three minutes, Yardak.
0: <laughs> um, alright, and we're gonna jump back up to Yardak and Ruby. Look, I know that
3: you guys aren't having a great time, but I'm gonna have to explain the Ramos that they all got out. That's on
1: me. <laughs> and he already doesn't like you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Thanks for reminding me of that, you fucking asshole
0: Neon barriers down There are two remaining industrialists It is worth noting that you did not see Sloane in Sle level before Two industrialists and Midnight Hydra And the lot of you uh, Including Betsy, uh, Rickard, Lewis And Frank is finally back in, in action And so is Ramos
2: What the hell do we do now?
0: So, yeah, what are you guys doing?
2: So I saw Sloane go down the stairs, right?
0: No, you saw him get in the elevator. To be clear, the stairs are behind you.
2: Okay, I was gonna try. If I thought he went down the stairs, I was gonna try to run after him. But I, I didn't happen to notice like what level they went to with Sloane, right? When they went down the elevator, you did not. Do you? Is there any kind of like tracking? There's no kind of tracking system, right?
0: No, no, he's not chipped.
2: <laughs> I, I was thinking more at like the Enterprise, where their comm badges are like.
1: I'm just gonna get pissed that everything is fucked up, and I'm gonna try to just blast Midnight Hydro with another just, not even a water whip, just a straight up like, blast of water.
2: Are there still some industrialists up here?
3: There should be two still, right? Correct,
0: yeah.
2: I'm just going to go up to them and try and blind them.
0: Okay, uh, so you're gonna go up to both of them and try to do a bit of a...
2: A razzle-dazzle? But there's not much razzle, she's real done, so she's just going up, like, right to them and just putting her hand up, like, just stop.
0: What's the DC on that? Uh, it's 15. Okay, so basically the way I imagine it is like you ran up, used the shield to like bash away one of their guns and like threw your hand up in between the two of them and just blinded them. Yeah. And yeah, you caught both of them hard and they are just like, sc- they screamed out in pain and grabbed their eyes and they're disoriented.
2: What? Do you not like being blinded? See how it feels.
0: That's fair. I mean, but you kind of do that a lot.
2: Only I'm allowed to do it.
0: All right, so and you're going to do a blast against Midnight Hydra? Yes. Roll a water attack. 24. DC on that. 25?
1: 25, yeah.
0: Yeah, you blast him back up against the wall, and he's looking a little bloodied, like he's like staggering just a little bit. Get wrecked. This all could have been so easy if you had just released Tiger.
2: Oh, releasing a dangerous criminal. What a great idea.
0: No, just wait, bud.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Actually,
0: I think that's a great moment when the elevator goes ding. And the doors open and you see all of them come out. Apocalypse Man, Wraith, Hughes, Bloodhound, Brigand, Serena, all everyone in full gear.
2: Ruby just turns and just goes, oh,
0: fuck. And I think that's when you hear Betsy yell, maneuver Gamma. At that point, like, everyone's kind of gotten close together, that, like, Rickard kind of, like, grabs you by the shoulder and, like, pulls you back. Like, come with us.
1: Grabs who by the shoulder?
0: Uh, Sorry, sorry. Grabs Ruby by the shoulder, and Lewis grabs you by the shoulder, Yardak.
2: Do I see that Ulrich is being, like, do I, can I tell what's happening to Ulrich?
0: You can absolutely see that, like, he's walking with them and that his eyes are, like, glazed over.
2: I want to try to put Ulrich in a box.
0: So, what is the DC on that again?
2: Okay, so it's 14.
0: Basically, it starts to form and Serena kind of just like yanks him out of it. And she actually like takes a moment and kind of looks you over Ruby and goes, interesting. Very interesting.
2: Can I try throwing a sword at Serena? Just throw like yeeting the sword at Serena.
1: Just yeet the sword at Serena. (laughs) Yeah, go for it.
0: Also, just to be clear, when she pulled him back, basically a, a flowing red magic hand came out from below her robes and like pulled him back. Looked like one of those sticky hands. <laughs> yes, except gigantic, like the hands in Super Smash Brothers.
2: I don't think I'll eat very well, but hopefully I roll well. I roll okay, thirty-three.
0: Yeah, you throw the sword directly, and Jess is—it's ab- about to hit her in the head. She raises her hands and stops it. Oh fuck me! And you get a hero point.
1: You get a hero point for attempting to stab a
0: bitch in the head.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: And yeah, so, but she, like, puts it up, and a red energy surrounds it, and she pulls her hands apart, and the sword, like, just goes into, like, mist.
2: Oh, uh, well, I was going to worry she was going to use it against me, so that's better.
0: Very interesting. And and she actually looks at Hughes and goes, I like this one.
2: And, and I just go to both of them, and I go, at least I don't have to mind control people to get people on my side.
0: Uh, and also, just a reminder that, um, like I said, Lewis and, and Rickard are kind of, like, trying to get your attention to, like, follow them.
2: And I kind of start going, trying to start act like I'm turning, trying to deceive them that I'm leaving, and then I'm going to try to yeet the shield at them because it's the last thing I have.
0: Okay. Uh, Who are you yeeting it at?
2: I guess still Sarita, because she's the one controlling Ulrich, because I'm trying to get Ulrich out of their control.
0: Well, you don't know that.
2: I mean, who else can control? To be fair, I think also I think Sarita's the scariest.
0: Oh, okay. I was going to say, because, like, also, you know that Adrian Hughes has mind control powers.
2: Yes, but Ulrich is, like, a werewolf, so I think, in my mind, that would probably take more.
0: Okay, so you're going to try to yeet the sword, or you're going to try and yeet the shield this time at at her. Okay, um, so you're going to want to roll deception first.
2: Except, because she was still kind of protecting her head, I'm going to try to yeet it right at her stomach, so just kind of, like, oof.
0: Okay, roll it. Are you trying to deceive, or you're just throwing?
2: Deceive, then throw. Okay. 25 overall for deception. So I think they believe I'm leaving? I'm hoping. 34 overall.
0: The shield goes, like, flying and hits her in the stomach, and she kind of doubles over. She's looking down, and her head just snaps up, and there is a literal fire in her eyes. Fuck. Run like you stole some shit from Kmart.
2: Yes, now I'm going to leave.
0: Before you go, you do see Adrian grab her by the shoulder and say, no, stick to the plan.
1: But to say after however many years in the Atlantean army, I know when to make a hasty retreat and know when I am very much overmatched.
2: For like flavor text I have that I'm like, I'm like, I just try to stare her down and maybe uh, Rickard like grabs me.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, he definitely like needs to like pull you away from this from the from the fight. And they're all taking you down the front stairs, and as you're coming down the front stairs, you realize that there are, like, actually fights going on all over the base. There's industrialists everywhere.
2: Oh, God. How did they get Ulrich?
0: Basically, uh, Betsy and everyone, they're kind of trying to lead you into the horns. Oh, okay. Where we won't be able to tell if shit is real. And Frank looks back and goes, it's the most fortified spot in the base.
1: Yeah, I guess after the holiday, that's probably true.
0: The doors hiss open, there's nobody inside, it's not on or anything like that, it's just shielded.
1: Okay, I guess we're gonna fucking barricade ourselves in here.
2: I assume the door is closed to the horns now?
0: It goes dark for a moment when the doors close. The yellow the yellow strips of lighting around it, like, activate.
2: What the hell is happening?
0: And Ramos just goes, our worst fear.
2: No shit! Where the hell is Laserhawk? Did they kill him?
0: There we go, an hour and a half
3: it
1: took you to fucking ask.
2: <laughs> to be fair, I think I've been fighting since there, like...
1: And also only like two minutes of time has passed.
2: Did anyone grab Lydia?
1: <laughs> uh, we're going to say that Betsy Betsy got Lydia out. Okay. Because <laughs> I believe I've mentioned this very early in the life of the podcast that this is why you don't keep super villains in the same place. Because I said that in the very beginning, the second I even looked at Serena, I was like, no, no, this is going to end poorly. And this was like two years ago.
3: Thanks for giving me the idea two years ago, butt
1: lunch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Laserhawk, where are you taking the elevator to? That's a great question right now.
3: I I don't even fucking know, man. I guess up to like...
0: Because right now they're on the first floor. Last I knew, they were up in whatever
3: floor that that office is in. So I guess I'm going there.
2: Do I... Sorry, do we all still have our like phones on us? Yeah. I'm going to try to call them. <laughs> I don't know if Sub-Level 4 gets reception.
0: As Lady Hawk is coming up, the reception starts to pick up. Especially after leaving Sub-Level 4. So I'll say that the call went through.
3: Please, for the love of God, tell me you're having a better day than
2: me. I imagine we're having the same day. Great. So you're alive, though? Because I was a little concerned. (laughs) Last I checked... We're fortified in the horns for now.
3: No sense hanging out here like an asshole. See you in a bit.
2: Okay.
0: And you can just get out at engineering, which connects to the horns. Yeah, I guess I'm doing that.
2: At least I got you in the same room as the rest of us.
0: Thank you. As you're walking in, Frank basically, like, pulling out some computers that are connected to the wall, activating a bunch of security monitors.
2: Ruby looks kind of pissed. I thought that was supposed to be the most fortified prison in the world.
0: And we were undone by some skylights. No, we were undone by a traitor, is what Lewis says. I'm sorry, what?
2: Oh yeah, and I point to Lydia. Sloan shot her! That's the day I'm having! I turn to Betsy. Are there therapists that work for Union? Because people keep dying or almost dying in front of me.
3: Would now be a bad time to mention that they got Ulrich.
2: I noticed.
3: So, you've seen the whole goddamn
0: Scooby-Doo crew, then. Betsy looks towards you, Lazerock. What happened down there?
3: Well, Vapor Kappa came down. He whipped a sword. The power went out. The shields went down. Hughes froze me and Ulrich. I, someone mind-controlled Ulrich. I didn't recognize half those assholes. And, uh, I couldn't do anything, because I was
0: frozen in place. Betsy's eyes go wide. Wait, what do you mean Hugh- Hughes froze you? She had the power dampening cuffs.
3: So here's the thing about
0: those. they are kind of not on them anymore. We saw that, but you... Wait, wait, wait. Did she mind control you before or after the cuffs came off? A little bit of both. A little bit of both. Why was it a little bit of both? Ramos and Betsy just like look at each other like horrified.
2: My guess would be to blame Dr. Matthews.
3: It is possible that those cops got sabotaged.
0: And Frank pulls up the security cameras, and you can see, like, the mess hall is just a full-on combat zone. So I'm not getting meatloaf today, huh? Not today, Laserhawk,
1: unfortunately. Although, it looks like that one guy's getting turned into meatloaf. Ooh, ooh, yeah, ooh.
2: This is not what I had in mind when I imagined having a food fight there.
0: In the security cameras, you see the group of baddies stroll into the vehicle bay. And Sloan is now with them. He's has a hover cart.
2: I have a question. My visual powers are perception based. I can see them.
0: Oh yeah, she can. Drop another animal. I was gonna say you could definitely not create in that in that manner. Uh, so basically you wanna know if you make an, can make an illusion around them?
2: Yeah, I wanna see if I can fuck with them.
0: You can make an illusion in this case.
2: Okay. I want to try and make it so it's pitch black. Okay. They cannot see at all.
0: Right, right, right. so you're basically just filling the whole room in, like, a darkness. Yeah. So, I'm gonna say the trade-off with this is that you can't see anything either.
2: Um, I make Teletubbies dance in front of them, I don't know.
0: Are you actually gonna do that? Because I'll roll with that one.
2: Okay, I make giant fucking Teletubbies up here. Just massive. A store- like, as tall as the parking structure that they're in. And that little creepy baby set is there, too.
3: I look over at Ruby and go, kid, what the fuck?
0: Bert McIntyre jumps back and goes, what in Sam hell?
3: <laughs> and can we hear through the feed? Yeah, you can't,
0: you can't, there's, uh, the feed does have audio.
3: I never thought I'd agree with old Burt, but, yeah, what the hell?
2: And I, I just want to make the teletubbies start, like, just menacingly start walking towards them.
0: Uh, and the others are definitely like, what?
2: <laughs> just curious, what a slow, specific reaction.
0: Uh, Sloane kind of trips and almost drops the hover cart that he's carrying, which is basically like a cart, like, it's literally, like, it describes, it's almost like a hand truck, but it's, it floats off the ground, and he kind of trips over himself for a moment, almost falls on the ground, but Wraith chimes in and goes, it's the girl, she's making an illusion.
2: And then, when that, I just make it pitch black. And you know what, you know what, just maybe dark black, but you could still see something glowing off the Teletubbies.
0: Okay.
3: You can see their screens light up and some can appears and you don't know what the fuck he's talking about.
0: Like, there's no sound to it, but imagine the visual of a vacuum, of, like, what a vacuum does to things. The Teletubbies look scared for a moment as they are sucked along with the darkness into Serena's robes. But after she sucks the darkness and the Teletubbies into her robes, she just looks up and makes direct eye contact with the camera. Oh no. And she cracks her neck and the camera feed goes dead.
3: I'm never going to get to make this joke again, but where have the teletubbies gone?
0: (laughs) And then a few moments later, you see a couple of the Union vehicles take off from one of the outside cameras.
2: There's only so much I can do with the illusion. I tried to mess with them.
0: And Betsy, like, pat you on the shoulder. You did all you could. I wanted us to retreat down here. We were protecting ourselves. We'll take the fight to them.
1: Yeah, it's better that we are able to fight another day than just get destroyed by them.
2: And I turned to Ramos and I went... You don't even know what those things I made were, are, do you?
0: No idea. fine as hell, though.
2: <laughs> they're meant to entertain children.
1: Now that they're gone, how about we attempt to go patch up our team? Okay, like, what do you mean? Like, the union members that have just been gotten beat to fuck.
0: Okay, and as as you check the feeds, basically, like, all of the industrialists kind of fled at the same time.
1: Yeah, I assume they, like, all left together.
0: Yeah, like, the fighting in the mess halls over, people are, like, dragging the wounded.
2: None of these people were the people like we fought when Bethany was kidnapped, right?
0: No, Bethany was kidnapped by the Blue Cross gang.
2: Yeah, that's what I thought. I was going to warn her. Well, I probably warned her like some shit went down, but like people who were involved in your kidnapping got out. That's not true.
0: Uh, so yeah, you're going to warn Bethany?
2: I'm just going to say you should stay in tonight. Some shit went down. I th- I think it could, there could be some danger on the streets tonight.
0: Oh, and she texts back, okay, keep me updated.
2: And I, and I just go, and then I said, stay away from Sloane, who Bethany was friends with.
0: Yeah. Potentially romantic partners with.
2: Yeah, I remember that. God damn it. Sleeping
1: with the enemy. Maybe she's, uh, what do you call it? Compromised.
0: Betsy and Ramos together, kind of like Lydia up to the med bay.
2: Before we we're leaving this room, because I do not trust that they're all gone, i will make it a couple of daggers and a sword.
0: All right. Let's up to. And it's just a mess the second you go outside. Everything in the bullpen is torn down. The glass to all of the offices pretty much is broken up. Like, it's a it's a real mess.
2: Did Bethany respond to stay away from Sloan? She actually
0: just responded with all question marks.
2: Sloan, not friend-shaped.
0: More question marks.
2: I think Sloan betrayed us. I...
0: Question marks and exclamation points now.
2: I, I feel like this is a conversation for in person.
0: And she just sends a sad face and a thumbs up. So yeah, Ramos is just looking around, Betsy is staying with Lydia, what are you all doing? I mean, this looks like my warehouse, I'm at home.
2: Hey, just a quick reminder, Bert knows where you live. Wow, way to put that out there.
0: I thought that too, but I didn't say it. Um, So yeah, what are you guys doing?
1: Uh, Picking up the broken-boned and healing them and trying to make that one guy look less like meatloaf. He's hurt bad, but you're able to stabilize him. Stabilize? Good God, how fucking far gone was he?
0: You said he looked like meatloaf.
1: Yeah, true. Yeah,
0: but singer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can heal any one of you, but I can't heal
2: that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Me at Austin. Oh God. <laughs> oh,
2: God. <laughs>
3: Man, I'm just sort of taking everything in. This is fucked. I've had a bad day.
2: Yeah, I'm looking around, trying to help people if I can. I I don't have like healing powers like Yordak. Or if there's, is there any structural damage?
0: No, nothing. That's like in in concern about like the the building being damaged.
2: Okay, well then I, I was gonna make
0: everything like this place is not functional at the moment.
2: I know, but I if the, if it's the building was a risk of falling over, I was gonna make like big... Stop that,
0: I mean, with all the cracked glass, you might want to like you know do something about that, I suppose the the skylights,
2: yeah, I'm starting to make things over to the skylights and you know keep the rain out at least <laughs> the last thing this place needs is the flood
0: when Frank gets the feeds back up, he gets another camera on the vehicle bay.
2: I have a question: was my van in the vehicle bay?
0: Yes, it was.
2: is it still her license plate. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So the van was tucked away in a different part of the vehicle bay, but it's worth noting that, like, all almost all of the vehicles that are, that were not taken were destroyed. Oh. Yours is, like, one of the very few exceptions.
2: Well, thank you, because broke-ass, col- broke-ass film student Ruby.
0: I need to remind you that much like Yardak's spear, anything that happens to that would be healed between sessions. okay. I might make it be, like, a role-playing thing, but, like, you're not going to be- I'm never going to take the van away from you.
2: Yes, but Ruby doesn't know that.
0: I know, but- (laughs) So, vehicles are mostly destroyed, except for your van and, like, one vulture. The armory was kind of stripped bare.
2: And I go, stripped bare by them or by our people grabbing weapons?
0: Yes. Little of both, it seems.
2: You know, I think, like, I was going and fixing stuff, but I also- I went to check on the van and saw that it was, like, were the things still there? And I went, well- Silver lightings, I guess.
0: So you're down at the vehicle bay now? Yeah. Yardak, are you still doing healing stuff, I imagine?
1: Yeah, I'm staying kind of with Betsy and Ramos, just trying to contain the chaos.
0: Okay. What about Laserhawk? I'm probably not handling this well. This reminds me of another failure. Okay. So, uh, so Laserhawk's in some emotional turmoil.
2: Uh, what happened to, um, who had killed your fiancé again? What was his name? Midnight Hydra. Midnight Hydra, because does he have a concussion at least? Like, I've dropped a fucking anvil on him.
0: <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, so he escaped with the others. You don't know. Like, the last you saw, he was pretty banged up. Him and Vapor Capital were pretty banged up.
2: Okay.
0: And so, yeah, so you're in the vehicle bay, and Laserhawk is, I imagine, just kind of, like, on a, like, kind of slumped on a chair, hands on the knees.
3: Uh, yeah, basically, a thousand-yard
0: glare. And that's when Frank runs back up the stairs and says, Jesus Christ. Oh, great. What's up now? He's kind of trembling as he runs his head, hands through his hair.
1: Director, they took it. The thing with Myra that we were using?
2: The the thing that Myra just powered.
1: The Jewel of Sudahudu.
2: Okay, yes, the Jewel of Bolivar.
1: Jewel of Bolivar. And he just, like, shakes his head. Great, so this is a loss on all sides. Okay.
0: Ramos, like, literally just, like, slams his fist against the wall, like, oh, my god.
2: Describe me what's
1: going through your heads. I'm just gonna throw my arms up and go, well, that fucking figures.
2: I'm going to say Ruby's starting to, like, head back to where everyone is now that, that now that she's, like, aware of the state of her van. She's going back to, like, the first floor.
0: Okay, and you see Rickard kind of pacing and he just kind of, like, relays that information to you.
2: Oh my god. Did moving it not, like, depower it? What the hell? Was, has Sloan been planning this since he's worked here? What the fuck?
1: Oh, Christ. Um, has Adrian always had powers this whole time she's been here and has just been biding her time have they all had their powers have the cuffs ever worked
0: betsy just pinches her nose and says everything's up in the air right now frank can you give me any good news we're pretty much dead in the water boss uh it's gonna take us a while to like you know maybe pro- we could probably try and get sensors back online but they they ruined the whole the
1: garage is gone
2: i go uh, my van's still there here if we need to get somewhere.
1: Just picturing like a dirty look from somebody that was down there. It's like, yeah, your fucking van's okay. <laughs> um, so other than getting sensors back up, like what what can we do? I just Is there any way to track
2: them? Does Sloan have a locker or anything we can like look through to try to figure out what the hell he's been planning with them?
0: He has his office which is in the Medbay.
2: I'm gonna go look in Sloan's office, see if I can find anything to figure out what the hell is happening.
0: Uh what is everyone else doing? I mean, I'm still thousand-yard glaring, like, I Brandon has no
3: idea what the fuck to do right now, let alone laser lock.
1: Is there any way to track the jewel? Does it give off any kind of, like, energy signal, any kind of pulsing, things like that?
0: Not until I can get sensors back online. Everything is just, like I said, dead in the water. And Betsy kind of just stands up and, like, takes a deep breath and says- and just starts commanding people, like- you go here, you go there, and she looks at the group of you and says, We have some of our most dangerous enemies out on the streets right now. I know you've been through a lot today, but I need you guys to get out there.
3: See, none of that. I can do. And I get up, fists already fucking sparking.
1: Yeah, it seems to be the one place will actually be of use right now.
0: She goes to, like, to a desk, grabs some comms, ear comms to hand you, Take these. We, they won't be any, they won't really be any use to, to us until we can get everything back online, but they should be good for short range with each other. That's helpful. She handed the comms to Yardak and Laserhawk and one of them took an extra for you. Uh, roll a perception check since you don't have investigation.
2: Uh, 22 overall.
0: So, you, you don't find too much, nothing's really laying out, except, like, you do see a journal. Uh, as far as you can tell, though, it's pretty much just, like, a log of different numbers. Like, it doesn't really speak to you in any particular way.
2: I take it with me. Okay. Anything, it's a computer there.
0: Yeah, he has a computer, but it's not logged on.
2: I grab the computer.
0: Oh, oh, sorry, it's like a desktop.
2: I leave the computer where it is.
0: Ooh. Wait, I'm not with I can't
2: I have like Frank's number, right?
0: yeah, I mean, Frank is literally right outside the door.
2: hey, Frank, is there any way to get that you can can get on his computer see if he was planning anything on there, or if anyone knows what the hell these numbers in this journal mean?
0: uh, Frank is coordinating some things and he says i I can't right now, but Lewis pops up and says, "I'll take a look at it.
2: great. And I just hand him the journal and I think and I say I feel like I think I'm more used on the streets right now.
0: So I guess y'all are probably heading down to the van.
2: Let's go. Yeah.
0: Checks out.
3: <laughs> the,
2: the only vehicle left, let's take it. Do we have a police scanner or anything like that? Did I not get one from Austin?
0: Oh yeah, I guess yeah. We'll see and uh, his was technically a wall one, but we'll say wait like you installed it on your van.
2: Yeah, okay. I'm turning on the police scanner. Just to see if, like, they're causing havoc anywhere.
0: So you're getting, a, you're hearing a lot of calls from, like, all over the city.
2: And I, you know what, I gonna before we leave, I'm gonna turn to Betsy and I went, someone should probably call local law enforcement and let them know what's happening.
0: Good idea. Call up our girl. I say you gotta call up, uh, Officer Winslow and, uh, Detective, uh, Shepard. Hell yeah.
1: Ooh, I'm gonna reach out to Shauna. Okay, you give a call to Winslow and Shepard, I'm gonna give a call to Shauna See if they can't put out any kind of local blast telling people to stay inside tonight.
2: It's good. Can I like text Winslow and Shauna at the same time?
1: I mean, yeah, you can do a group text.
2: Yeah, and I just go, Hey, I I I'm sure things are started getting crazy, but a bunch of super criminals escaped from the union base. One of them was even seen to be mind controlling Bloodhound. Thought y'all should know.
0: So yeah, between Winslow getting back to you and- oh, oh, you want to text uh, Shauna? I'm gonna get a hold of Datakraken.
3: That
0: makes sense. We'll do that one next, then. What are you saying to Datakraken? Are you calling?
3: Y- yeah, this'll be the very rare time I call him. Oh my god, Laserhawk,
0: what is happening in Riverside?
3: Well, you see, we started wading through the sewer, and next thing you know, we're up to our necks and shit. The bad guys got out. Which ones? Yes.
0: And you hear him, like, lean back in his chair. Holy shit.
3: Yeah, tell me about it. I'm not expecting you to pull off any big-time miracles here, but literally anything you can give us, Kraken, now is the time for you to work your fucking magic.
0: Uh, roll a persuasion check. He has to be persuaded to do this? Not, Not so much that, it's just that I can't- I have to figure out a way to make Brandon responsible for someone else doing something on their behalf.
3: That's fair. I got him an 18, by the
0: way. And you hear him crack his knuckles and he goes, I'm on it, Belaya." God,
3: you're the fucking
0: best. I know.
2: I'm also going to send a text to... So, uh, maybe to Rickard and I go, do you know if there's any other capes that Yudian knows about around the area that could come in? I Just so many people got out. Some of those people, it took all of us to take down just with just one of them.
0: And you get back uh, a message and it's messed up, but it says we're putting out an APR. And he just goes, sorry, on my motorcycle, voice to text. (laughs) (laughs) Thumbs up. I am going
3: to send one more text real quick.
2: So to your son.
3: Yeah, I'm just going to shoot my son a quick. Hey, I love you, kid.
2: Good job. Proud of you. I love you too, dad. (laughs)
0: You're gonna call Shauna, right? Yes.
1: Okay. Okay. Ortega here. Hey, Shauna, so shit hit the fan. You don't say. (laughs) Yeah, so you know how Union keeps all those bad guys uh, underground?
2: No, she definitely doesn't know that.
1: Yeah, she has no idea about that. There's no way she knows about that. Oh. Well, I mean, she saw- Okay, you know how Union always takes the bad guys in? Yeah. Well, they're not there anymore. Oh my god. Are we talking about a prison break? Yeah, all of them, yes.
2: I'm gonna just assume it's on speaker, and I just go, yes, real bad.
1: Okay,
0: I'll, uh, can I I quote you on that?
1: Uh, you know, yep, yeah, yes. Okay. I just scream out, quote me on this,
0: Ortega, shit's fucked. He knows I'm not gonna print that, right? Yeah, but you can put it on the website. I guess I can just say Laserhawk spoke expletives about the situation.
2: (laughs) And I just go, say the- Visual aid advises all civilians to s- to stay home and stay safe.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'll 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 get the word out. I'll tell my editors.
2: Thank you.
1: Good, ASAP, because the quicker we can get people off the streets, the quicker they'll be safe.
0: By the time you're getting off that call, you're you're getting text back from Winslow and Shepard and Data Kraken, basically like pinpointing different locations that are under attack.
2: Okay. Whatever one's closest, I should start driving to it.
0: Yeah. So, there's three going on three main ones going on right. The closest would be downtown. uh there seems to be two attacks going on downtown in different locations. Emily Hahn seems to be just basically running rampant in the centennial. The industrialists and apocalypse man seem to be at the power plant, uh which is in the north end.
2: You said there's two downtown, right?
0: uh yes, there's two downtown, but you don't have exact words on who's who's at what just that there's two different attacks going on.
2: Where do you guys think we should go?
0: power plant
3: seems like more damage can be done, yeah.
2: Yeah, okay, power plant it is, and I just assume I am going in the opposite direction, this is for flavor text, and just, like, it, the van just, like, screeches and, like, turns real fast to start going towards the power plant.
0: Yeah, let's say you were heading towards the centennial, so you had to make, like, a hard turn, otherwise you would have missed the, the road to take you back to downtown slash towards the north end.
1: It's like, when you're trying to drive into Philly, but then you always take that one wrong fucking turn, and you're in Jersey. And you have to go over the fucking bridge and you got to pay $5 because they know you will pay to get out of Jersey.
2: Which you said is in the north end, right?
0: Correct, correct. It's like on the north part of the north end.
2: While we're driving there, can I just say like on part of the north end, I see like a mugging happening and I just make it appear that Austin is there. Okay. To scare the mugger.
0: The mugger sees the silhouette of Hornet, drops his gun and and takes off running.
2: And then I just keep driving.
0: I don't even have time to look. And roll a vehicle check.
2: 18.
0: Yeah, you make your way through the north end going through some back alleys and stuff some shortcuts that you know and you pull up towards the power plant and you can see there are industrialists kind of posted at different sectors from the inside you just hear like very kind of like loud almost explosive sounds.
2: So I can't see Bert at all?
0: No, no, no. no. This is like, uh, like part of it is indoors, part
2: of it is outdoors.
1: Okay, but at least we know his ass is involved.
2: I'm trying to think of something I could do as a reaction, because I, I got too- put- I'm worried- I want to use these hero points before our session ends. <laughs> Fuck it, so a bunch of industrialists are just, like, hanging out? Yeah. What if this time would make Mr. Blubby? I just- I want to scare- I want to try and scare the industrialists.
1: Ruby's on the warpath tonight. <laughs> yeah, but, like, in the weirdest of ways. I know! It's very fucking specific, and I'm a little worried.
2: Okay, so I can see a bunch of them, right? Mm-hmm. Can I try to power stunt and make like to make razzle dazzle just like huge? Are
0: you just a wave of razzle dazzle. Yeah. Okay, I'll let you do that, and you'll just use the hero point to to unfatigue yourself.
2: Yes. Okay. And I'm gonna go to them. Cover your eyes.
1: Not gonna tell me twice. I've already been flashbanged today.
2: And then I just yeah, I use my hero point to make just a huge like tidal wave of razzle dazzle across the industrialists.
0: These guys are one hundred percent like blinded. Uh, a couple of them fire wildly, but none of you guys get hit. Yeah, and you do. You do hear one of them call out,
3: "They're here." Well, there's a clear precedent for this. I'm in a moving vehicle. There's a bunch of bad guys there. I guess I gotta launch myself
0: out of this vehicle now, don't I?
2: Okay, no, no. I assume I stopped because I w- razzle dazzled them. I don't think it's all right. It well, I mean, much. I guess
0: yeah. We'll say that Laserhawk was able to launch like at during the slide stop kind of thing. Okay. Ooh, actually, I imagine like a uh, almost like fastball special. Yes. I what? I imagine it like that. Like you're skidding to a stop. Laserhawk is like launching into the air. You let out the wave of Razzle Dazzle to blind them, and now Laserhawk is just going to kind of pile driver into them.
3: Basically, yeah. like uh, like
0: pin, like bowling pins.
3: I mean, I haven't fucked it up yet. So,
2: God, one day we will, and it's going to be like we're going to need yardak real fast.
0: Alright, so your damage rent ra- what is your damage? Ten. Alright, so you're gonna roll uh, against a DC of, uh, twenty.
3: Um, that's gonna be a twenty-two.
0: You don't really take any damage, but you basically like, are able to literally bowling ball through, like, four of them uh, and knock them all down and out. I think I
3: just got me a turkey.
1: I throw open the door of the van and step out, uncap my water skin, get the water flowing around my hands, and I just look pissed because this is just not my damn day. And they're razzle-dazzling and hit people bowling ball style, and I'm just fucking marching right through them all, just ignoring everybody, just trying to find Bert to kick his fucking ass.
0: I'm going to say you got a little bit ahead of the rest of the team. And you find Bert, and he is just, like, firing. Basically, he's got, like, two wrist-mounted guns going off. And he's just kind of firing at different parts of the power plant, like, to disable it. Mm. Yeah, so you walk into this giant generator room, which just has, like, just steam pipes everywhere, um, and different equipment.
3: Oh, God, please tell me this isn't a heavy metal factory, where all it seems to make is sparks and fire.
2: That's exactly what it seems to make.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shit.
2: And this is only Yardak is saying this, right?
1: Yeah okay then he's doing his thing and not really paying much attention to me and i want to basically like extendo punch with like the water being the fist right in the back of his fucking dome
0: okay so you're gonna do a kind of a surprise attack so yeah uh roll that attack
1: hell yeah 19 plus 10 is 29
0: You, like, wallop him in the back of the head. He gets hit so hard in the back of the head, he flips forward and lands on his back. Well, don't I feel special. And he flips himself onto his stomach. So much going on, and you chose to come
1: after me. Don't even feel flattered. You were just the first on our stop.
0: At this
3: point, can we say that Ruby and I walk in?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna say that y'all just got up there. Uh, Everyone roll a perception check.
3: Well, what can I say, Bert? I just love beating your
1: fucking head in.
2: Don't worry, we have time for all of you. We've taken you down before. Ten. In my head, except Sarita, what the fuck is her deal? Thirteen.
1: Honestly, uh, twenty-two.
0: Okay, I think then that, Yardak, you're the only one that really takes notice to this. In, like, there's, like, a room above the generator room that you're in, uh, and you can see Sloan in there. Okay. So, like, the, like pretty much, like, if you look up, there's, like, a room with giant windows looking down.
1: I'm imagining kind of, like, how the horns is set up, so where, like, it's, there's, like, an observation deck.
2: Exactly, exactly.
1: Do I see anybody else other than him, or it just him?
0: At the moment, you only see him in there.
1: Hmm.
2: I, well, he's still on his back, right? I would like to make an anvil fall on his stomach now.
0: Sorry, sorry, he was on his back, he flipped onto his stomach.
2: Uh, I know, I was just aiming for him. If it hits lower back, that one's up to RC. I'm not taking responsibility for that shit. Um, I would like to make an anvil, but can I make it... Seemed to kind of look like a Teletubby because he was so confused by them earlier.
0: <laughs> okay, so you're gonna have a, a Teletubby shaped anvil, is really what we're getting here.
2: Oh, I know, I just, I was saying pa- painted, like just the color scheme of a Teletubby.
0: Okay, so he's gonna get a dodge check on that. What is your rank again?
2: Uh, my rank for create is four.
0: Well, he like kind of notices it coming and rolls out of the way right before it hits the ground.
2: No, but I had a really funny comeback.
0: And it slams into the ground and, like, cracks the ground. Well, I know what I want to do.
2: Tinky Winky sends his regards.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Does anybody anybody have any particular plans, Brandon?
3: So, while he's rolling over, I want to just sprint toward him and try to fucking soccer kick him in the head.
1: I approve.
0: He's got a helmet
3: on, so... I don't care at this point. I've had a hell of a day, and you know what? If I'm gonna kill one of my bad guys, Apocalypse Man's a good, word, a good one to start.
0: Okay, uh, roll an unarmed attack. Then
3: it'd be the exact same roll, but for flavor text purposes, can I say that I charge my foot up with some taser fist action, so there's just like a shower of sparks when I fucking dome them? Okay. All right. Yeah, boy, that's a twenty-eight.
0: What's the DC on that?
3: Uh are you gonna count it as a normal ass punch or a taser fist?
0: I'll do Taser Fist, I guess. <laughs> cool, twenty-five. So you you kick him in the head and sparks fly everywhere. Uh and it dents in the helmet, but he's still definitely conscious. Oh come the fuck on man.
2: Is he at least a little concussed?
0: He looks his helmet's really dented in. Hey Bert, if you're concussed, say uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Fuck you, Laserhawk. And he, like, pounds the ground and jumps up onto his feet.
1: Nope, alright, gotta hit him again. (laughs) Also, look up there! It's Chucklefuck in the sky!
2: Okay, now that I see Sloane, so I can, physically, I can see Sloane, right?
0: Yes, yeah, he's not, like, hiding.
2: I would like to put Sloane in a box.
0: Yeah, so, uh, he looks up and sees you just in time for the box to form around him.
2: I go, well, at least he's not going anywhere.
0: All right, everyone roll initiative.
1: 25. So is mine. Oh. oh. Who has the higher initiative? Mine's plus nine. That'd be me, I'm a 13.
0: All right, so Brandon, Brandon's going to be ahead. So Apocalypse Man is first. Bitch! And then it is, uh, you said 13, right, Rachel? 14. Uh, yeah, Apocalypse Man, Laserhawk, Yardak, uh, Ruby.
2: And for the record, just because I'm not a bad person, there are holes in the box that Sloan's in. I'm not suffocating him.
0: Oh, you should. I mean, it would take a while for him to suffocate in a box.
2: I, I, I have questions I want to ask him. He needs to be conscious for that.
0: Anyway, uh, so it is Apocalypse Man's turn, who is now back on his feet. He pulls out his two swords and immediately goes to slash at you, Laserhawk. Uh, I can't in And what is your parry? Plus ten. Sixteen. So yeah, he slices you and you're going to want to roll a toughness check. He kind of just he gets in with just a couple quick slices to the side.
3: Uh, 31.
0: He slices through your suit and I'm sure it stings, but it's not going to leave you with any lasting damage.
3: Come on, man. Do you know how fucking expensive denim jackets are now that it's not 1988 anymore?
0: But yeah, so that was his turn, uh, was uh, pulling those out and slashing at you. Alright, what do you do? It's your turn, Laserhawk. Uh, I'm gonna punch
3: him in the fucking head. Okay.
2: All sparky-like?
3: Yeah, all sparky-like. I- I got a 28, so if I didn't connect, then I might poop my pants.
0: No, no, you connected. Yay. So what are you doing, and what is the DC.
3: Uh, I'm using his face like a speed bag with a DC of 25.
0: Yeah, he takes a couple quick jabs, uh, and the helmet's like kind of dented in, and he actually like reaches up and pulls it off and tosses it to the side. Good, no more helmet. Awesome, now I can find out how hard your head is. Are you doing anything else with your turn? Just a reminder that you do have a hero point. Oh uh, yeah, I do. Can I hit him again? Yeah, extra effort. You can use extra effort to get an extra action, and then use the hero point to get rid of the fatigue.
3: Yeah, we'll do that.
0: Okay, uh, so you're going for another attack. Roll it.
3: Yeah, and we're gonna say for flavor text lot of reasons that I'm just ending with a big old fucking uppercut. Twenty-seven. I rolled one less than I did last time.
0: The jabs go in, but when you go to do the uppercut, he's able to move away just a little bit. Um, so like you got a couple of good hits in, but not that, not that you know potential super blow. Oh, you got lucky, motherfucker. He's, like, bleeding from the nose and definitely got, like, a bit of a chip in a tooth. Oh, what a
3: shame. You had such a pretty smile, Bert.
0: You can't stop what's coming. You can't stop it, Laserhawk. Not even the lot of you. Ah,
3: no, but I can stop you, and you know
1: what? That'd make me feel better.
0: So, anyway, it is L- Yardak's turn.
1: I want... What I wanted to do was power stunt and create two icicles and just go to either side of his neck. You cannot do that. Put an icicle on one
0: side of his neck. There you go! (laughs) Icicle through his arm to pin him to the wall or something.
1: Well, one, how close to the wall is he?
0: Actually, I'll say they're fairly close to a piece of equipment.
1: Okay, good. And you said, like, things were sparking? Other than Laserhawk's fists, not really.
2: Are you trying to see if you could like, electrocute him with the water?
1: Kinda. I wanted to, like, ram him into the wall with, like, and, like, as I spray him with water to make him go...
0: I mean, yeah, if you want to use your hero point to, like, kind of edit the scene and make there be some of the sparks right behind him. Yes. Okay, roll your attack, then.
1: Okay. Oh, 14, 10,
0: 24. 24. Yikes, and let's roll for the electricity. All right, so the electricity does not hurt him as bad, but you spiked him straight to the wall.
1: Hell yeah.
0: And he does spark a little bit, but then, like, you know, it was only when, like, the sparks were going off in that area. And I think him kind of mixing the water with it, like, caused whatever that was to short out. He's pinned to the wall. He's kind of staggering. He's got all the blood, like, coming out of his nose and stuff.
1: Can't win. (laughs) You're right, you can't. Anything else with your turn, Yardak? Um, there's nobody else in the room, right? It's just Bert, and then what's his nuts upstairs? As far as you can see. Could I make another perception check, just to kind of see if there's anything I'm not noticing? Go for it. Uh, 23. So yeah,
0: you actually do notice that there is an industrialist uh, with a rifle up on the the catwalks.
1: Oh, lovely. Okay, I'm going to point that out to everybody and end my turn.
0: Okay, thank you. I was gonna say... Uh, that it makes it Ruby's turn.
2: Uh, Apocalypse Man is basically- Like, he can't really attack right now. He's, like, pinned to the wall, right?
0: I mean, he can't move.
2: He can't move.
0: He has guns.
2: Oh, yeah.
3: These seven shades are fucked up.
2: I gonna say Yurda kind of nodded up to them where the industrialist was, and Ruby is just going to make an anvil, appear, like, right over him and try to take him out.
0: All the fucking anvils today, okay.
3: You have no idea how happy I am if this is becoming a thing.
2: I th- I mean I've put boxes like made boxes over people before and now I think maybe she's just like oh I can make them anvils.
0: He basically sees it coming and he kind of tries to deflect it out of the way but he just like hits his arm with it and it just like he just like grabs his arm in a bunch of pain. So he's not out. His gun is on its sling. He's kind of like holding his arm where it hit the anvil. And the anvil also just smashed right through the catwalk to the next floor.
2: And then I'm going to say I guess I probably don't have the sword out. I I guess I'll use my movement action to take the sword out. Okay. Anything else? Um, I can't think of anything else to do, so no.
0: So it's the industrialist's turn, and he kind of uh, steadies his gun, uh, but doesn't get to fire any shots off. And so now it is Apocalypse Man's turn again. Ooh, I've got an idea.
2: I don't like you having that idea where the villain goes.
0: So the guns that he was just firing, he holds them up to the ice and uses the smoking barrel to like melt through the ice so he can slide out of being pinned.
2: Damn I mean, that's really fucking cool, but I don't like...
0: I was about to say, like, at one DM, do
3: another, and that's fucking awesome. Uh, Player to DM, eat my ass.
0: But because of how hurt he is, that's all he gets to do on his turn. So he's, like, no longer hurt, but he did not get to attack. Or he's no longer longer pinned, but he did not get to attack.
1: Okay, but he better be still hurt.
0: (laughs) It's Yardak's turn now. Um, what? Oh, sorry, sorry, it's Laserhawk's turn. Yeah, you're right.
3: Well, the first thing I'm gonna do is try to intimidate, uh, the other dickhead.
0: Okay, that's a standard action, just to be clear.
3: I'd still be able to attack afterward, right?
0: No. Oh. You get one standard, one move, unless you use an extra effort. Fuck that guy, I'm
3: gonna punch Burton in
0: Okay. Uh, less good roll 22. Uh, so yeah, that one, he is able to, like definitely dodge out of the way like he's he's hurt a lot but like those those couple shots you took out of him did not make contact i'm assuming that i full-on punched the wall Ooh, hell yeah like you dented in the wall like because you were gonna go for like a haymaker with that last one and he kind of just like dips underneath
3: <clears throat> points and industrialist i swear to god when i'm done with him i'm taking this out on you
0: no that's fair uh, all right so what do you do next I hold my hand and go, fuck. If that's the case, then it's Yardex turn.
1: And I'm going to say, where there's one, there's more, and then throw another one at him.
0: So you're, but again, you're trying to pin him to the wall with another icicle? Uh,
1: yeah. Do I want to pin him, or just fuck him up? I mean, a little bit of both? Yeah, I guess you just pin him to the wall again. Okay. Uh, roll the attack. Okay, come on. Ooh, 16. So 26. All right, it hits. DC? 25. Difficulty class of
0: 25. Even though it pierces him and put against the wall again, I'm going to say this time it went through, like, his leg. Okay. But he does not appear to be any more injured, like, in the general sense. Like, he does not look like he's about to go down. Dan, are you doing anything else? No, yeah, that's everything. Yeah, it's Ruby's turn.
2: Ruby would like to try and stab him.
0: Okay, roll an attack.
2: Okay, I rolled a (laughs) nineteen.
0: You make contact. What's the DC on that? It would be uh, 15 plus your create rank. Oh, plus your strength.
2: Uh, my strength is three.
0: So that's, all right. It's a DC of 22 then. Yeah. How are you slicing him?
2: Okay, you know, what? I'm just going for the other leg.
0: Yeah, so you swing down on that leg and you catch it good and you like, you flay a little bit of meat off. Flay some meat off so he falls to his knees which pulls him out of the wall but like also rips him out of the wall
2: okay did i keep my sword with me
0: yeah but basically you sliced him down and he comes off of the wall and just falls like prone onto the ground and he's bleeding pretty good and as far as you can tell he is not conscious
2: and stay down
0: it's now the industrialist turn who does a spray of fire against a lot of you um what is everyone's uh dodge plus 10 Sixteen.
2: Twenty-one.
0: Twenty. Dan, roll a toughness check.
1: Eight, Sixteen.
0: You got, like, caught with, like, a shot to the shoulder, and you're gonna take a negative one toughness penalty, but overall you're fine. Okay. And then it is, uh, Laserhawk's turn now.
3: Talking some free action, right?
2: Yeah. Hey,
0: buddy, remember what I said about
3: fifteen seconds ago?
0: Ah, oh, fuck.
3: Oh yeah. And that is a 28 to solar shotgun him in a chest. With a DC of 24, if that even matters.
0: You shotgun him in the chest, and he goes over the railing behind him and falls down to the next floor. Ah! Huh. And he hits kind of a couple, like, pipes along the way, like a Plinko machine. I knew I was gonna feel better after that, but god damn, I feel great! And we are out of initiative.
2: Maybe it's time to have a conversation with Doctor Matthews. Good call. And
3: I sort of kick Apocalypse Man as I walk up to him. He
0: stays unconscious.
3: Good. Good.
2: <laughs> uh, and then I walk upstairs. Is that? I assume I see stairs, and like I don't need to like.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's like an easy staircase to get up to the the observation deck.
3: Just so he doesn't get any ideas when Ruby lets him out of the box, my fists are sparked.
2: Thanks. I and I. Wait, wait,
0: where's Yardak? I'm following behind them. Okay, I just want to make sure everyone's together or not.
2: I let the box down, but I keep the sword out. Still has Apocalypse Man's blood on it.
0: Oh, yeah, and some viscera. <laughs>
2: oh, God. Hey, Sloan. Sorry, I don't think you're going to be invited to after work drinks anymore.
0: And he kind of like swallows a little bit and he looks around at a lot of you. And you can tell he's just very, not seriously, but like kind of thinking about his gun that he has on him. I want to roll that
3: Intimidate check now. Okay, go for it.
0: Well, that's a nat 20. He gives up any thought about going for that gun, but what do you do? Sloan, I know
3: you're thinking about reaching for that gun right now, and I need you to understand that if you even move... Your own mother will not be able to recognize you when I am done. We are going to ask you a series of very basic questions. And you are going to give us a series of very basic answers, or I am going to rearrange your fucking face like a Rubik's Cube.
0: Are we clear? Ask away, Brock, but it's not going to change anything.
2: God Sloane, reaching for your gun. Haven't you shot enough friends today?
0: I did what I thought was right today. What do you want to know?
3: Uh, let's start with everything. Sing for me, Songbird.
1: Sing. For how long has this been in the works? Good place to start. Shortly after the island. What the fuck's the island? What the zombies? So you guys, what?
2: <laughs> we we killed them all.
0: Technically, you just sunk the island, I think it's really what happened. But Yeah.
3: You know what? There's a whole lot to unpack there, and we've had a hell of a day to begin with, so-
2: I'll fill you in later.
3: Yeah, rain shack. Sing for me, Bernie.
2: Sloane, let's start at the very good beginning. A very good place to start.
0: They approached me, asked if I wanted to join in. I said yes. Who's they? Pronouns, pal. Black Crystal. Black Crystal? Which, again, I don't know if technically Laserhawk knows about, but Ruby and- Yeah, and that was a genuine, like, who the fuck?
2: Like, the tattoo- do I really know who they are, I've just seen the tattoos?
0: Uh, you've seen the tattoos, and you've seen the symbol, uh- On the crates. And also the island itself had, a
1: uh, on, like, logos and stuff.
2: What are they up to?
1: Is that, like, a red crystal sister company?
0: No, I mean, that's a great way of looking at it. Because remember, the-, the symbol has a black and a red crystal, like, half and half. This is the culmination of everything. This is everything- They've been working towards...
2: What? Destroying the fucking city? To start. How could you possibly think that's right? How could you possibly be that deranged?
0: I told you on the way to the island, my goal was to cure aging, and every step of the way, Union has has declined my my research and my options to do so. Black Crystal told me there would be no, uh, no interference on them, and if anything, they're ability to work on things related to death put me one step closer
2: god how is it doing moral gymnastics to try and justify what seems to be mass destruction and low-key genocide i don't know they just seem to be wanting to kill a bunch of people it's not exactly stopping death
0: no uh, today's just going to be a demonstration of of what they've what they have
2: you know, usually demonstrations don't kill people.
0: Ruby, it's messy, but we're breaking new ground. We're we're showing the world what's capable and that's going to it's going to put us on the on the track to getting what we want.
2: Ruby like steps up and I said, "Messy is what you call shooting your friend? See a fucking therapist, Sloane."
0: Lydia is one of the smartest women I knew and I could tell from the moment she started talking that she had figured everything out.
2: What exactly did she figure out?
0: Sloane moves and he checks his watch and he says, you're gonna to want to call your friends.
2: Well, I hope I can trust all of them because some of my friends turned out to be murderous psychopaths.
0: Uh, and I would say around that time, you're starting to get like uh, like some calls from uh, Ortega and from Winslow and and uh, Rickard.
2: I answer the one from Rickard.
1: And I answer Shauna.
2: And I I put. And the
1: fuck's Winslow, the other police captain? I don't know him. It doesn't <laughs> make sense. My answer that call.
0: Basically, they're all kind of asking the same thing, whether it's through text or calls. They said, are you looking at, are you seeing this outside?
2: Okay, I look outside?
0: Yeah, there's a, there's a window, and it's facing towards town.
2: Oh, before I do, I put, I make rope, I tie something up.
0: So from the center of downtown, you can't exactly make out where exactly. Uh, You see a large yellow light shoot into the sky, and it goes up far above the city. And suddenly begins to form into a dome, splitting off and covering the whole city. Don't like this.
2: What fucking Stephen King- This is the fucking Stephen King novel you choose?
0: So that's actually- That's why I should say. That's what Rickard's calling about, is on a video call and sending you live video from downtown.
2: What- What does downtown look like?
0: It is mass panic. Uh, People are just running in the streets. Uh, But you're not seeing any of the (laughs) supervillains. Great. What you are seeing, however, appears to be a horde of zombies. Great! What the fuck? I thought we got rid of them all. I mean you got rid of the island full of zombies, sure.
1: <sighs> Not again.
2: I just tried to slow to go zombies, really? You thought those were the people to be on the side of? God, I thought you were supposed to be fucking smart. And I just tried to slow, it. I was like anything else you need to tell us?
0: Well you'll figure it out.
2: And I go, no, no, no. Tell us, maybe we can cut you a deal. No deal. Maybe we can cut you a deal and you'll see another human being in your fucking life.
3: At this point, can I roll an intimidation to add on to that?
2: Actually, I was going to roll intimidation. Yeah, I'm going to let
0: Ruby roll intimidation.
2: Um, what do I actually have? God.
0: And then tell me what you're doing to intimidate.
2: Okay, so I rolled a 22, but I am just getting his face and the, like, sword still bloody with Apocalypse's man's blood. The tip is at his throat.
0: And he just looks, like, very mournful. I didn't... I didn't do something you asked me to do.
3: Elaborate, dickwad.
0: From down below in the room you were just in, you see something you never expected to see in your life.
2: What? What do we see?
0: What you see is essentially a patchwork put-together version of Austin Yates.
2: (gasps) Oh my god!
0: Chapter
3: 39 When Bad Men Combine
0: Masks and Mayhem uses the game Mutants and Masterminds 3rd Edition by Green Ronin Publishing. We are not affiliated. The podcast is written, produced, and unwillingly brought back from the dead by myself, R.C. Byler. You can leave us a review on podchaser.com if you want to give us some feedback about the show. Your review might even be read out in a future episode. Masks and Mayhem is a member of the New England Podcast Consortium. Other members can be found on newenglandpodcasts.com. Our official art is by Jen Evans and our branding is by AJ Solomon. Our theme music is by Cloud Road Music. Additional music credits, social media links, blog posts, and episodes can be found on our website at masksandmayhem.com.
2: hero point and just destroy that thing right
0: now no pal you gotta ruminate on that for a bit
1: i would like to use my hero points yeet and delete that but me having two icicles jammed through his neck was too morbid but you got fucking frankenstein's fucked up creation of fucked upness
2: i want to say that oh my god is in character
1: oh
0: it's absolutely i was keeping that in Like, you were very- I felt that you- I felt that that was your legitimate reaction. (laughs) You as a character and as- as Rachel.
3: Hey, RC, you know, sometimes I feel kind of bad when I talk about how much of a monster you can be as a DM. I don't anymore.
2: Don't! Fuck you!
3: Do you guys actually not like playing anymore? No, I love this. No,
2: I like playing, but what the fuck? (laughs) I have one legitimate request. Let Ruby have some therapy after this. <laughs> I kind of keep hoping that one of the like maybe a brigand will like see the zombies and be like, I am on the wrong fucking side.
0: What did everyone think?
2: What the fuck? <laughs> Holy fucking chaos.
1: Yeah, Jesus.
2: You really you really saw the mayhem and decided there, huh, not enough.
0: Do you feel that I appropriately upped the
1: scales?
2: Yes! Uh,
1: yeah. It felt like a very penultimate episode. Yeah, this
3: is supposed to be the season finale to Jesus Christ, partner. Good luck for season two.
1: Oh, I've got plenty of ideas. Don't you worry about that.
0: No,
3: I'm sure you do,
0: motherfucker.
1: And it all comes back to Austin.
3: Yeah, he really has been kind of like the emotional anchor behind this season.
2: Did Okay, I know you always planned to kill Austin. Mm-hmm. Did you always plan to bring him back as a hor- horrifying Frankenstein monster?
0: No, 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 no. So I had always planned for Sloan to betray um but I had not always uh oh yeah, I guess I can say that now. I've always planned for Sloan to betray. Um and but I had not uh and I had always planned to kill him, but I did not plan to do that until I started really thinking deeply about the fact that Sloan cares about like e- e- eternal life and also like he's teamed up with the people c- with the zombies.
2: Am I safe to assume that it's basically just Austin's body? Austin is not like Austin's not home anymore.
1: Oh well, yeah. He said it was a patchwork of limbs.
2: Yeah,
1: and also
0: the I would say we didn't really get to go into much detail, but the reason I would say it's a patchwork is because he was fucking crushed. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
3: yeah. No, I was able to put that together much like Austin.
0: Oh
1: God, what did you think of the jailbreak? Oh fuck off, dude. I I I knew it was coming. I've been feeling it. I've referenced it, and.
2: I just am curious, because you, I don't think, had planned for, like, Laserhawk to be separate from all of us. Did that just work out in your favor that he happened to be down there?
0: Uh, in some ways, yeah. I mean, as you could tell from the beginning, I used it against you. I mean, yeah. I was like, well, that's gonna be interesting for the next episode, and cool, I won't let, uh, I won't allow the catharsis of what happened with Lydia until later on now.
3: Yeah, no, hindsight would me in 2020, when you threw out that, are you sure? I really should have taken that as the obvious fucking warning it was.
2: <laughs> so Lydia did get to live, but now the action—the other dead friend—is like a weird zombie thing. So Ruby, Ruby's fully traumatized. Yep.
0: Yeah, Ruby had one person shot in front of her, one person killed in front of her, uh, one person who shot and betrayed in front of her, and uh, another friend who is technically back in some way from the dead.
2: Don't forget that guy Emily stabbed in front of her.
0: Oh yeah, and also Ulrich being mind controlled against you now. Yeah. Oh, first episode of season two, we better be going to fucking
3: Disney World or something. Jesus Christ.
2: Hey, Disney World's actually open. Disneyland's not.
3: Actually, you know what? An adventure set in a giant theme park like that would be a
1: lot of fucking fun. want to fight a bitch on the Matterhorn.
2: So I really- my plan had originally been to razzle-dazzle everyone and not do Teletubbies, but then I realized razzle-dazzle comes from my hands.
3: And yeah, we got Teletubbies and anvils in the same fucking episode. I am so pleased.
2: And then I was trying to think, like, what would Ruby Ruby Likes Television, what she referenced, and my mind went, Tickle Me Elmo or Teletubbies, and there were more Teletubbies.
0: What are your thoughts on Serena so far? Exactly what I fucking thought.
2: Terrifying. I don't- I don't like that she likes me.
0: You're very interesting.
2: What am I interesting? I'm- I'm, I'm confused.
3: You mean giant fucking Teletubbies appear in a basement. You tell me.
2: That was before that. I just threw a sword at her.
3: She saw the future, and the future went.
2: Oh, oh! It was with the original with the bo I tried to put Ulrich in a box to get him away from them, and then I threw a sword at her, and then I threw a shield at her. She seemed mad about the shield, though, not as interested. Oh, gee,
3: I wonder that one that actually hit her. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the one that upset her. Wow,
2: like I did like the I mean I added a slaver text of like uh, Rickard having to like grab Ruby and like pull her away. That
3: was a nice little touch.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, what did we think about uh, Adrian Hughes' introduction with Laserhawk?
1: So d- I thought her powers came from the pills or the slam packs or whatever.
2: I assume Sloane did some shit. You let me take him to a space cadet convention and you knew what was coming. How dare you?
0: <laughs> yeah, I let you. I let you get closer and closer. I let him and Bethany flirt. Actually, I should I say I didn't purposely make them flirt until you all started like basically shipping them. Fuck you. (laughs) Well, Bethany apparently has a good therapist. Things have been going well for her.
1: Yeah, I'm going to need to get that referral.
2: Yeah. I like that I managed to mention him before you even, I knew you were going to bring him back.
0: Oh, you did that also with um, Myra in in the previous episode. You mentioned her earlier in the episode and then.
2: Apparently I'm fucking psychic and this time it's terrifying.
0: Oh, you're just really good about mentioning like, Again, because a lot of this, these episodes are starting to, like, circle back around on previous things in the season.
3: Please, for the love of God, never mention my damn fiancé.
0: <laughs> I can say, in fact, I'll probably keep this in, that I can say with certainty that, other than flashbacks, I don't think Anthony will ever appear. I don't think you'll see him in an alternate dimension, alternate timeline, like... You son of a bitch is at home here in this. I want that to be, like, I wanted that to be, like, kind of a, a constant, like...
2: He's Uncle Ben, not Gwen Stacy. <laughs>
0: exactly. No, I, I do consider about... Austin is an extreme exception to my thoughts on character death.
3: hmm Keep the characters dead unless it fucking horrifies the players down to their very soul, then do that shit.
2: Ra- Rachel thinks this is cool. Ruby's horrified with God, though. <laughs> Ruby's horrified with God, though.